brace yourself here. What they're talking about is potentially seeing Welcome to the Big Dane Podcast. I'm your host, Dana Trimborn, and this podcast is a random hodgepodge of topics that gets released on every Tuesday on, you know, your preferred platform, of course. And I really enjoy sharing my personal stories and making those connections with you guys and just really being relatable, um, all in a fun and silly environment. Hey friends, have you been thinking about how 2022 will be different with dining, eating, drinking, and really what to expect? Stick around, I have 10 interesting things I do want to share with you and find out what type of spirit beverages we can expect, all right? So... I do want to note that I was reading a couple different articles and, you know, what this year will really look like when we're going out to eat, maybe we're getting takeout, you know, what kind of foods and just general things, you know, we want to be mindful of uh, going on in the food industry. So a lot of these things that I'm going to be sharing with you came from Food and Wine, Martha Stewart, and Eating okay so do want to put that out there I'm not just babbling off here things (laughs) Um, but did get this information from reputable sources okay so one to start off with there's going to be that private and personal dining of course we have definitely seen this go on throughout the pandemic you know everyone wants to feel safe but it's definitely going to continue but then also have just more personal dining experiences so and I will say like off and on I would see some kind of classes that you could take maybe at a local restaurant um, or just something fun to do that's food related that can really get you more excited about maybe cooking or, you know, open your mind to something new that you want to try out, you know, with your friends and family um, that you can kind of take away. So, and I know here in Kanchi, I have seen pasta making classes happen. I actually attended one. Yeah. And it was so much fun. It involved making raviolis homemade raviolis and it was so delicious and yeah we also made homemade pasta so that was a lot of fun as well um and i think what was nice just overall it's like okay well this place is literally a couple streets over you know it's somewhere local it's a restaurant that i trust it's one of my favorite restaurants, you know, and oh my gosh. So at the time, it was still Cerdo, but now it has changed over to Bar Sarah. And 
um, all of uh, the Pieri restaurants are just wonderful. Um, but this one did have the pasta making glass. So it's interesting, you know, when I was reading all about, um, you know, these dining experiences, like, wow, I've done this. Um, I haven't seen, you know, what they're going to be doing this year, but I'm sure they're going to have things planned and, you know, making sure like you feel safe and comfortable because yeah, I mean, newsflash, pandemic isn't over. So all of this private dining is going to stick around and really have that comfort for people when they go out, you know, especially with people and kids, you know, if even if they just want to be away from other people, if, you know, there's like a commotion going on because you're maybe your baby is crying or who knows but then they feel I would think a little bit more comfortable in that sense um you know so options there and some of the experiences as well like not just pasta making but they were talking about they're going to have one-on-one experiences with chefs and sommeliers. So I thought that was pretty unique because you don't really see that offered. At least I haven't really seen anything like that specifically. Um, But I have seen, which I I was reading about, uh, just having chef collaborations. So that I will say, like every now and then I will see that locally here, which is pretty cool um, because it just makes it that more personable when you're going out and you know you you order your meal you sit down and it comes out and you almost wonder like wow like who made this or like what's the chef like and you know you start to have all these questions or you know that may come up and so I think that's a cool and unique idea that you know restaurants are going to do that I mean that's amazing. That's amazing. Because you're not just eating, you're experiencing it. Okay. So, I mean, that's definitely something that you're going to have a wonderful memory um, over the years. So, cheers to that. Second on the list here, I have vegetables. Yeah. Do you know why? Because they're getting so jealous of the meats. Um, So they're going to try to become more of uh, the center of attention. Yeah, because honestly, when you think about it, when you go out, how many times have you gone out and the veggies are kind of just like on the side, like there's not very many of them. It's almost like it's a garnish, right? But you're like kind of eating it. Should I eat it? I don't know. And then you don't really eat it at all. So it's like, well, what's the point of buying this dish? And then there's like two veggies, like what's that about? So this is going to be Um, changing a bit because yeah the chefs are gonna try to get more inspiration with the veggies and just have more people just getting more people excited about eating veggies Uh, because they're good for you I mean come on (laughs) so that um I'll be on the lookout. I'm just hoping it's vegetables that I'll eat, I'll be able to eat with my stomach. You know me, my stomach can't do those cruciferous vegetables. 
So we'll see. And I'm interested to see if there's any maybe new vegetable that, you know, is resurfacing or anything like that. Um, So I'm curious. Another one on here that, you know, especially ties in with vegetables is just local ingredients. I mean, this is huge. And I think more and more people do want to know, well, where am I getting my food from? Where is this coming from? You know, is this locally? Is it coming from California? Like, is it, you know, coming from out of the country? Like, who knows? And I think knowing that your food is coming from a local source is amazing because it's helping the environment um you're not you know having it shipped in from how many states away so a lot of factors in here right and i haven't seen this again with the same group of restaurants around here um because they're they have a farm now and they're trying and they're have like all their i don't know if it's all but they have many of their local ingredients at their farm now that they will use in their restaurants I mean, that's, that's awesome. That's, I love it. I really love it. Um, and it just kind of brings, you know, another sense of community together with people and relate on it. I mean, that's what this podcast is about, it's about relating, right? Relating to topics. So we want to relate to our food together and see oh, like, where did you get this from? Oh, I got that's you know, at this local farmer's market or wherever. And then you start to understand and, you know, well, where else is this person, you know, getting their food from? And, you know, maybe if you want to be a part of it, well, how do you be a part of it? You know, it just kind of goes on and on and on. Um, so very cool there. Love it. Another thing here, which... I thought, is it? But they're talking about more seeds. More seeds. They're like, all right, we're replacing the nuts. We've had enough of the almonds. Like, okay, we are done with you. Mm -mm. But we will be seeing more sunflower seeds and pumpkin seeds. I mean, if you think about all the nut butters, I definitely have tried the sun butter. Yeah, it's pretty good. If you haven't tried it, I'd say give it a try. If you're looking just for something different other than, um, you know, peanut butter, almond butter. There's just so many butters. But, um, yeah, so I thought that was a little bit different. Um, I'm wondering, like, where else, like, how else it'll be incorporated, like, maybe salads. I feel like I've seen it a lot on like crusty breads, you know, so, I mean, that would be really good. Um, Yeah, maybe like vegetables, like roasted vegetables, maybe. Mm, Getting hungry. (laughs) But, but yeah, look out for it. Look out for the seeds. We'll we'll see what happens to the almonds. They're going to disappear off the shelves um, and be replaced with sunflower seeds. So, watch out. (laughs) um okay brace yourself here what they're talking about is potentially seeing potato milk 
potato milk. I know, like, what other milk is coming our way? What's after potato milk, right? I mean, what kind of potatoes are we saying here? Are we thinking red baby bliss? Sweet potato? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. But very interesting when I was reading all of this and I was scrolling down and I got to there, I thought, holy shit, what is going on here? Um, And why haven't we done this before? But I'm also wondering, how is this going to taste? Is this going to have like a slight like raw potato taste you know what I'm saying like if you've ever tried just like a a raw little piece of potato or you check it in the oven because you're roasting potatoes it's not quite done you eat it it's like eh, it's a little raw so it has that potato-y taste I don't know I don't know what's the texture gonna be like lots of questions here and I'm curious and how much is this gonna cost because you've seen like so many of the other um, non-dairy milk beverages, if we want to call it that. And some could be pretty, pretty high. Yeah. So I'm interested to see what kind of price they're putting on this. But the pluses to this, what I was reading, is that it is non-dairy. Because I know a lot of people... They are trying to watch their dairy intake or, you know, they have a problem with dairy. So lots of things here, right? Um, It's allergen-free. Okay. And cheap to produce. So, again, we're helping the environment here. So watch out. Um, Okay. Another one on here is heritage ingredients and I'm like heritage okay like what are we saying what does this look like so we're basically gonna try to rediscover what our ancestors were eating kind of like we're going back to the basics here you know what I'm saying the grains the beans the legumes I mean this all pretty much ties back to plant-based meals that it seems like many people are turning to these days and trying to eat, eat less meat. So that totally makes sense and kind of aligns there. Um, it's just kind of interesting because it, it seems that, you know, we've been, we have these things, but I guess maybe, you know, we will see maybe some other grains that we don't, we haven't seen yet, so that's another look out there. We'll see what the local grocery stores have for us. All right, we're breaking because I want to tell you about my new coffee membership tiers that I'm offering to you amazing listeners. Yes, essentially a place for all exclusive content that will not be on my Instagram and Facebook. These tiers are going to offer you from sneak peeks of the next episode, uncut audio clips that won't be on the regular episodes, so we've got some juicy content there, and merch discounts. And that's just the beginning of this all, right? So check it out for yourself. You can go and find these three tiers when you click on my link tree in my Instagram bio at the Big Dang Podcast. Boom, click on that, and I'm making super easy for you because it's the first one on there, the coffee cup icon. See which one fits you the best. 
one other thing here, and it's about helping the environment, my friends. So environmentally conscious eating, I know. So again, I mean, we're talking less meat, more plants, which of course leads to a better carbon footprint because, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't want it to be sunny and 75 on my birthday, which is February 1st. You know what I'm saying? I think you get the idea here. So we, I mean, a lot of people, I think we are trying to be better at this and understand like, okay, well, how, how is this impacting the environment? Like I'm eating this. Well, how is this really impacting the environment? We don't really stop to think, but I think that we should start to think about these things because, yeah, again, I this weird, odd weather is, you know, not just happening because it's happening. It's happening for a reason. So, and I think the more that we think about it together, we will influence one another. So if one person that you does it, If one person knows is starting to be more environmentally um, conscious about eating, you know, they're going to want to share that with you and makes you think, like, what should I be doing, right? And it just kind of goes from one person to the next to the next. Before you know it's a domino effect. (laughs) Um, But truly, I mean, it's definitely something – I would want to think about more and the way that I'm buying food and consuming food. And I mean, I'm going to be honest, there's been times where we've even like wasted food and I hate wasting food. I hate it. Um, But, you know, sometimes it just happens. So I think, you know, do you want to be better at that? I think a lot of us can relate to that with wasting food you're buying too much or you know maybe you're not planning properly with your meals um and now like you're tired of eating chicken parm for three days and you don't know what to do with it (laughs) right so but remember we got that freezer we got that freezer so don't be afraid to freeze your leftovers um we do that a lot um but during that time in between I think we really need to think about just making smaller meals and not so much at once. But I think we all know, too, a lot of these recipes make like serves for six. And I'm like, well, there's two of us, you know, but and so sometimes it is hard, like if you're buying ground meat or um, like ground chicken or ground turkey (laughs) that. It comes, you know, in at least a pound. You don't really see anything smaller than that, really. So it kind of goes both ways, you know, how we buy it in the supermarket and and everything like that. But yeah, definitely, definitely makes you think a bit. Am I right? Um, Okay, so this one is kind of fun, but... Functional bubbles. Where are my seltzer people at? Yeah, non-alcoholic seltzer. Yeah. We are obsessed with seltzer. It just helps. It's just better. Okay. Well, let me say this. I like it better than water because it just spices it up a bit better, 
right? You got your plain water, I'm drinking it all day. And then at night, you know, I want a little flavor. I want some some seltzer. But this year, what we're going to see is other ingredients that are going to be included in these bubbles like probiotics. But, you know, I would say really read the the nutrition label there because you never know what else they're putting there and maybe it's not good for you, but just an FYI, just an FYI. Um, and speaking about non-alcoholics, this is what I was talking about, the spirits. Lots of non-alcoholic spirits is what seems to be what the young people are trying to do here, which some of it surprises me, like, but a part of me doesn't. But um, the article that I was reading in Martha Stewart was noting that there's this micro trend of, I'm using air quotes here, natural, <laughs> um, in the natural wine industry called piquettes. And so what this is, it's naturally has that spritzy feel, you know, the bubbles um, and the wine that's created with the leftover pomace um, from winemaking. And so because of that, it has a lower ABV than typical glass of wine. So I thought that was interesting. So, yeah, so I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> I think I still need to process a bit more. Um, I'm wondering, like, I guess you still, well, I don't know. I'm just wondering, like, how much do they, how much do the wine and spirits around here have that section? Is there, like, a specific section for it? Like, low, low ABV? I don't know. I don't know. But now I'm curious. I want to look for it to see, is it there? Is it not there? Um, and why Why now? That's my question. Why now? And is it cheaper because it's left over from winemaking? They just, yeah, I don't know. Got a lot of questions. A lot of questions, my friends. Um the last thing on here is a fruit. They're talking about the yuzu. Mm-hmm. Guys, it looks like a lemon. If you look it up, it looks like a lemon. I was like, oh, this is a lemon. This is a trick question. <laughs> nope. It is not a trick question. It is a tart, sour tangerine. All right. But it's mainly cultivated in parts of Asia. So, you know naturally we wouldn't see it around here unless they're shipping it and importing it all the way from asia but um i feel like that'd be very yeah obviously expensive to do so i don't know if they're trying to do it locally or if they are you know eating up those costs there um but now i'm like curious to try it um like how tart is tart i like tart i like the sour I also don't want to be biting into like a lemon or like very, you know, very tart. Like I need a tart scale. Am I right? Like what's the, what's the gauge on this? 
<laughs> Can you imagine if you picked up a fruit or or maybe like at the store? Like, you know how they have some little infographics that have like, well, this kind of tomato is for cooking and this kind of tomato is for appetizers and salads like don't you think they would have something like that for fruits for for the yuzu like this compared to a lemon to a lime is this tart you know you would think maybe i'll suggest it i'll keep you posted right but so many things These were the 10 things that I wanted to share. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you look out for what I'll be looking out for this year in dining, you know, getting our private dining and dining experiences and maybe, you know, trying to rediscover what our ancestors ate, okay? And to top it off with a yuzu. Yeah, how great. How great. I think now that I'm really thinking about it, what if they did like a yuzu, no pun intended, tart, like a, like a dessert? Oh my God. Brilliant. Brilliant. All right, my friends. Well, again, hope you enjoyed it and I will catch you next week. All right. Peace. Okay, friends, be sure to listen on your preferred platform. Go to my Instagram or Facebook at The Big Dane Podcast and tap on the link tree within my account to find your favorite way to listen. If you truly enjoyed it, stay on the link tree and tap on leave a review. And you'll notice this link tree has other exciting areas to check out like the coffee memberships that I spoke about with all exclusive content. A merch section is there. Because yes, I have merch waiting for you. And of course, feel free to contact me with any feedback or other topics of interest, which you'll see as the last section of the Langtree platform. All right, see you next week.